This is episode 14 of Motown and Coney. Back with my main man, Tommy. What up, though? So this has been one of those. I think Kendrick Lamar heard, heard me from our last podcast. Because <laughs> <clears throat> it was like as soon as that came out, it was like a day later. Uh, he announced May 13th. Uh, we finally going to get the Kendrick project that, that we've been waiting on. So... Shout out to Kendrick Lamar. Big ups. Shout out to Nas, even though Tommy killed him on the last podcast. I didn't mean to, Nas. I'm sorry. That's, that's Your still, goat. Yeah, that's still my goat. He'll be here September the 3rd with Wu-Tang. Uh, officially in the second round of the NBA playoffs. Had the NFL draft. Oh, Yeah. Uh, so I ain't gonna do a big roar. I was gonna do <laughs> <laughs> Tommy's hyped up for the Lions. Lions, if I had to grade them, I I'd give them an A. Uh, yes, yes. A couple other teams, Baltimore, and probably gets an A in my book. The Jets clean yeah. up. Man, oh, you know who else I think did really good too? What about the Cardinals, man? Cardinals had some good picks too, and making a good trade. Yeah. yeah. Um, Feel bad for Hollywood. I feel bad for Lamar Jackson because I know uh, <laughs> one. Uh, what was that? Uninterrupted. He mentioned that Hollywood Brown was his best friend. So yeah, that suck right there, man. No, that's gotta be um, tough. Uh, Future dropped a project. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. What you think? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's it's funny because like most of the people I know my age. Hate it. I don't hate it. I don't love it either, though. Yeah, uh, that's why I said all right. it's all right. Yeah, it's uh, okay. But people, I want to say in the age range of like twenty-seven to eighteen, uh, seem to seem to love the album. Uh, you had to come into it with a clear mind. That's that was the thing. Like you, you. I wasn't expecting the old because future switches it up all the time. So I wasn't expecting the old future. I didn't. I I just don't know what the hell to think anymore with future. So <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, okay. <laughs> but that that got me thinking. Today's May the first, fifth month of the year. We we and it's been a it's been an okay year for hip hop so far. I think. You still got some some big projects on the way. Uh, we mentioned K Dot earlier, um, Joey Badass, uh, Rhapsody um, says she's in the studio. Looks like we might get a Royce project this year. A Big Sean, Big Sean, maybe a, a with Janae Iko. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, Hip Boy and Nas are, are currently busy working on the album, The Game. Supposed to drop what's being called his best album ever. We'll have to <laughs> wait and see on that one. 
uh, when he gonna drop this album, man? He's supposed to drop like two months ago. <laughs> yeah, man. so God um, damn, this is gonna be a hundred song album. Yeah, and then of course we'll probably get some surprise projects, especially in the fourth quarter. But got me to thinking. You you got the future album, Pusher album finally came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Staples dropped an unexpected album. Gunna, yeah, Benny the Butcher. Uh, so got me thinking. Yeah, he's on my list. Best. <laughs> you see a top five album, hip hop album so far in twenty twenty two. Okay, let's let's get it, man. I'm I'm ready. I'm excited about this, even though I done turned into R and B Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to uh, Silk Sonic and Bruno Mars. Yeah, because uh, that was my number one album, man. The The Weekend. We doing hip hop, so I'm, I'm respecting all the hip hop heads. In in my head, Bruno Mars is Mary in, in, um counts. <laughs> man, that album dope as shit. <laughs> uh, Mary J. Um, my my wife loves um, Good Morning Gorgeous. Hey, that album fired too. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> man, like R and B came hard this yeah, year. Yeah, so they wasn't playing. I mean, you can make an argument R and B came harder this year than uh, hip hop in a lot of ways. And Tory Lanez drop a, a album every week. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> but it be fired though. Oh, are we gonna talk about Megan and Tory? Yeah, we can we can get into that after the uh Yeah, cause uh, I'm I'm I don't know who I'm disappointed in more. <laughs> I don't know who to believe anymore. Yeah, um <laughs> I'm if a baffle was a person, it's me right now. <laughs> Man, hilarious. So I I'll kick it off. Um I know this person made um he was an honorable mention for me and he made your top five. Um overrated list but i kind of like this album uh-oh uh so two chains I, I like his little you know what i i got him just outside i i like the album yeah. i got it just outside dope don't sell itself yeah dope don't sell itself is pretty it, it's a it's a dope album i like it it's just it just just outside by a hair from yeah. from my so, album. shout out to Two Chains. Um, I know you you made an honor. <laughs> <laughs> um, Two Chains is not. It's funny because I'm big on lyric, but Two Chains is not somebody I listen to lyric lyrically. <laughs> and that's uh, for you though, because <laughs> hell, I I was listening to this album again the, the, yesterday, and I was like. These lyrics is basic as hell. Dog, they the worst ever. <laughs> but color red, cause her hair red. You like what? Okay, he just uh, say random and future, shit. Future, which I'll talk about the future project later. But the future project suffers from some of the same <laughs> lack of lyrics that Two Chains suffer from. But I don't know. Two Chains is something about you could <laughs> cut the grass listen to a Two Chains album. <laughs> hey, no, I, I ain't gonna front. Some of the lyrics be horrible. They be like ABC lyrics, but the fucking beats be yeah. hype as hell. You be fucking cutting the grass, dancing and shit. Like, damn, this shit fire. And it be, it's not really fire. I ain't gonna even front. 
Yeah, so uh, number five. I know I'll probably surprise a lot of people with that pick. <laughs> not, not, and no. See, Rodney coming over to my side now. I don't turn. I don't turn into the dark side. Here go another album that a lot of people slept on. That I thought it was pretty dope. It just beat out Two Chains album on my list, but it was the Snoop Dogg first debut. On De- uh, yeah, that's an honorable mention yeah, for me. That be um be uh, back on Death Row. That album was fire to me. I like the features on it. Um, I thought that they um they rolled everything off of Snoop Dogg on that one, man. I, that shit hit hard. Go give it a listen. Beats is pretty yeah, dope. Yeah, uh, yeah. Lyrics not that bad. Yeah, that's a definitely honorable mention on my list. And it's funny because I was debate between that and the Two Chains album. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Either one of those was gonna be my five. Both of them on Def Jam, but I thought that uh, Snoop Dogg just beat it out by a hair. Cause them features on that Snoop Dogg album was nuts. I thought it was pretty dope. Okay, so I'm gonna go Gunna at number okay. four. Okay. Um, uh, pushing P. <laughs> <laughs> I I'll shoot, I like him. <laughs> no, he's dope. I, I like him a lot. Uh, his lyrics <laughs> can be a little basic at times too. <laughs> uh, but they they are in my book a step above two chains um and future. I, I like the production. Production was dope. Yeah, I get it. Some damn good production. Yeah, the features they they fit um the whole album concept yeah yeah no I, just, I agree yeah it's not i feel like my top 3 uh artists their album lyrically are just far in between better than than 4 and 5 i feel like Gunner and Two Chains are like my feel good. You in a shitty mood? Throw this on. Like Gunner will have you making you think he pushing P for real. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I got you on that one. Um, I like Gunner album too. He's um actually in my honorable mentions. I thought this album was pretty dope too. It was so many amazing uh, so many amazing albums that came out um in this quarter. I'm gonna say. I put his his uh that push and P single with with uh with Fabio single the New York I mean you couldn't get away from push and P even people was trying to dissect it and break it down like Caucasian people like what the fuck is push and P mean <laughs> <They're> <laughs> then you had the people in jail talking about we know what push and P mean like it just was so many different views on that song and that song was hot man that was a damn good hot song right there the album was straight to me I thought it was a good album it was it was straight. Nothing like couldn't have stood out, but it was straight. Um, I guess it's my time to say my number four album. Um, this album might come out of out of left field, but when I first seen it on, uh, I got different multiple uh, different music streaming services, so uh, it just kept popping up on all of them. So it actually was Buddy uh, Super Ghetto. Um, the first yeah, single that I heard off of left field for me, but. yeah, it actually the first single I heard from it was Hoochie Mama because it was one of them songs that just pop up <laughs> out of nowhere and you like what the hell, and then this one song stood out to me, man, and I thought it it was like a gang track and it, it it challenged my thought process too. 
Uh, it was called The Coolest Things. And um, actually, my brother-in-law, he actually reposted it. I, I was listening to it, and then he reposted it. I said, oh, shit. This guy, Buddy, he got something here because my brother-in-law only listens to upper echelon music. Like He always he on your level with the lyrics and shit. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't heard Buddy, check out the song Coolest Things, and then go back and listen to the album because it's like, it's like a little movie. He reminds me if, of Kendrick Lamar. If this buddy be like, <laughs> yeah, he's pretty dope, man. He's pretty dope. The album's called Super Ghetto. Um, it came out in March, like late March. Oh, uh, so this is this new new. Yeah, it's pretty dope, man. Check it out. It's called Super Ghetto, man. Check out Buddy. I don't owe Buddy anything. I don't know Buddy, okay? But this album is fire. It's only ten songs on there, but it's fire though. Check it out. Okay, so. The Butcher coming. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Benny the Butcher. Oh. I love this Benny the Butcher album. I could argue that it should be in my top two. I thought it would be. I'm kind of surprised. By yeah. I, I'm surprised. I, I freaking... The last two Benny the Butcher <laughs> projects um, have been ex, upper excellent hip-hop projects in my book. Um yeah. Definitely Grammy worthy. Um, it starts off so hard with the song with J. Cole. Like that kind of just sets the tone for the whole album. That was fire. Um, shout out to J. Cole. The Dreamville album is an honorable mention. But <laughs> Benny the Butcher does not get a, a, enough credit. Him, I feel like him and Freddie Gibbs are like. They're there. Mm-hmm. They put out great music all the time, but they, they don't ever get mentioned, really. I was kind of disappointed because I had just um, listened to him in the interview, and he mentioned that him and Freddie ain't talking. And like they, yeah, they not. <laughs> and, they, and I'm like, damn. Damn collab album that I was praying for. Just it, it, You know, it might still happen. You know, hip-hop has a funny way of, of working out, you know, beefs. You know, at one point Eminem and Royce wasn't cool, so Yeah, that's true. Maybe time will reveal something different. Yeah, but <laughs> I if you haven't checked out uh Benny's album, just check it out. It's everything works. The lyrics, like I said, my my picks one, two, and three are definitely far and above lyrically picks four and five. I know, and that's See, now, you, you want to hear something crazy. Okay, so I went the other way with this one. I went I went with Conway on my number three. Yeah, it, I had a feeling that was, was coming. Yeah, because it's, it's an honorable mention for me. Yeah, it was between both of those for my number three, man. And, like, I, I, I had left Benny off because the other albums I, list, I listened to a little bit more than uh, Benny the Butcher. Um. Conway went crazy on this album. I remember when they was trying to plug it. I follow Conway on the um, on Instagram, and um, everybody was giving the the album big shout outs. And at first, I was kind of hesitant to listen to it because it came out during a week where a couple other albums that came out. You know, I'm R and B Tommy, but I listened to it anyway, and <laughs> I couldn't stop listening to it for like a few weeks. And I was like, okay, this shit fire. The same thing with 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 the butcher. So I went the other way with Conway. Conway is my number uh, three. Okay, my number two, he, um, well, it's funny because my number two and number one are both made my um, top five 30, uh, under 30 artists uh-huh. from a bird's eye view. 
Naomi Osaka's boyfriend. You got an EP up there? <laughs> I'm so surprised you put an EP up there. They gonna kick your butt. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was gonna say I want an album from him. You gonna put the EP up there? He got an album coming this year. Okay. <laughs> no, no, you can have it up there. No, you can have it up there. <laughs> I love from a bird's eye view. It um, is it's fire as fuck. I ain't gonna even fret. Yes, it's dope. I, I think the brother has solidified itself, not only because, um, shoot, he was, what, 23? So it's sad that his EP is better than some of these albums, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so check out a bird's eye view. Dope features. Um, I love how on the intro he got his brother um, that's locked up rapping. Um it's kind of like a full circle moment for me because if you, like, on his first album, he had the Family Affair song that people had issues with. Mm-hmm. Um, but then to see him have his brother, re- and his his brother got some bars in, in that intro, too. Um, That's facts. And I'm also cracking up because I called him Naomi Osaka's boyfriend. Every time, <laughs> every time she uh, she. Posted a picture on Instagram with him, and she was like, "Every time I post a picture with him, everybody comments when is the album coming." <laughs> so no, that's funny. Naomi Osaka's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of people look at him as, though. Yeah, but he's he's a dope artist. It's funny because I have a student that looks just like him. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but shoot, the lyric production. Uh, the feature Stevie Wonder's on that verse. Yeah. Man, that's what I was saying. Like his his EP is better than most of these people's album, man, which mm-hmm. is crazy. Um, that's the only reason I didn't pick it because it was an EP, and I know his his full body work is coming out later this year, and I know it's gonna probably be one of the albums of the year. But so far, I got him on my. Uh, I guess I could put that on my um, honorable mention. Mm-hmm. But that's that's a fire ass EP. Go check that out if y'all don't listen to that young man. He coming, he coming for that crown, man. I'm trying to tell you. But it's another man that's out here, and he's he's sniper from the bushes, sniper gang. And I know Ronnie about to roll over his his seat. He about to he about to tear this whole thing down over here. But Mr. Kodak Black is my number two. So it's funny because I knew Kodak Black was coming. I was, yeah, you I was, know he was coming. I was prepared. Yeah, he back for uh, everything. I, <laughs> so funny thing is, and this is gonna shock Tommy. Kodak Black is an honorable mention for me. I actually like the album. The album is fire. Yeah, the album is fire, <laughs> man. I can't stop listening to it. It's like drugs. Um, when I'm kicking it with my friends, I'm at the bar. And somebody was singing the songs like they were singing Super Gremlin at karaoke. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like everybody yeah, liked so this I, album. I was prepared for for Kodak Black as my number two though. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Once once he didn't go no, once he well. didn't go three, I figured he was two. Yeah, because I, I thought it was a battle between three and two. Um, but I ain't gonna lie, I like the Kodak Black album. Yeah, I listen to I, it. Everybody listen to it. I like it. Um, Kodak Black is not not somebody I listen to often, but um, I this album probably my favorite Kodak album. You know what? It it's up there. 
it's up there. I like the Transporting album. Um, it's a couple albums that I like too. But if you in Miami, they play this album oh, yeah, like it. I, yeah, man, him and Rick Ross album, they play it like every five seconds, man. Like you, you can't go anywhere. And they not playing this album. And people just riding around listening to it. And uh, bananas. What's the Rick Ross album? Twenty twenty two. Um, I don't think so. I don't I think, think so. It came out in twenty twenty one. Yeah, it's twenty twenty one for sure. Okay, my number one. I'm going to the West Coast with it. Oh wow! This was a surprise album when it came out for me because I had no idea that he was dropping this album. Considering he had just dropped an album in late twenty twenty one. Um. I love this brother. I do not think, like, <laughs> it's funny because Nas is my GOAT. This brother is quickly becoming my GOAT for for artists under 30. I don't think he gets the respect, but he hasn't put out a bad album to me. Ramona Park Broke My Heart by Vince Staples. <laughs> I freaking love this album. Um, I find it like it's one of those albums I listen to daily. Okay, it's a nice concept album. It's kind of if you if you're a Vince Staples fan, you know his Long Beach, Ramona Park, where he grew up. Uh, it's been present in pretty much every every album, but this this album is it's kind of I would call it like a concept album. It's just, it's centered around. Basically, his love, his hate, the effect that Ramona Park has had on him. Right. Um, it's telling the story. It's painting the picture. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it's dope. If one of those albums, like Tommy just said, where it's painting pictures, so one track builds upon another. Uh, Drake, you need to listen to this album because if you want to know how to put a track list together, <laughs> this is how you do it. <laughs> So, Vince uh, Staple so far has my my number one album for twenty twenty two. That's actually that's not a bad choice. Um, it's in my honorable mentions. The thing about that album was, I guess I'm I I know how I paint a picture. I gave it a listen twice. Um, it just for me. I, I mean, I like Vince Staples. I'm not a huge fan, but I like Vince Staples. I give him a listen. It had a couple of songs and a couple of cuts that I saved. Um. Yeah, it definitely gets an honorable mention. I, I think Rodney's right on that. Paints a, a beautiful pictures. If you're a universe, uh, if you're a universal fan of hip hop, and um, not just only a Vince Staples fan, you definitely get an album a listen. It's a couple songs that are that'll hit you. Maybe a few, some few more than you know usual, but you know I'm I'm R and B Tommy and uh, <laughs> Turn Up Tommy, so <laughs> it just it just didn't stick out to me. But it was a dope album though. I, I give you that one, Rodney. Um. Wow, my number one. So my number one, I was torn. I was like, okay, <laughs> should I go with should I go with like the Grizzle Vet? Because two veterans had amazing albums, man. It's like I want to go one A, one B. I thought that Yo Gotti album was was pretty dope. Um I thought he had a couple of little bangers on there. I thought it showed that he was ready to take that next step. Yo Gotti always been hate relationship with Yo Gotti. Yeah, because it's I, I had the same thing too. Because it's like he'll put out a good album, then he put out a shitty album. Then it was like one or two singles that you hear a stand out and it, it'll lure you in, and then you like. Because I really haven't. I'll, I'll be honest. I haven't given the album much of a listen, only because the last album was such a disappointment. Yeah, like it wasn't that great. Well, this album was decent. 
But for him, it was really good. So I was torn between this one and then Pusha T album. The reason why, because Pusha T album was dope. And then Pusha T is an honorable mention. Um only only because it just just came out. I know it's like fresh. I didn't, I didn't want to give it a like a recency bias. I need to I still need to sit with the album. Um see see, I felt the same way. Then I'm like, okay, future album came out too. Also, you know who else that I I think this album is pretty dope too. And I'm listening to it, but it's fresh. Is that Pooh Shiesty album? Like it just came out. I was listening to it. I'm like, damn, this album fire as fuck. Uh, my homeboy Jim, Jimmy, he wound up uh, mentioning it on a, on a post, and I was like, oh shit! Like I didn't know this album came out. It was under the radar. Went and listened to it. I was like, damn, this album is fire as fuck. But it literally just came out, so it's fresh in my ears. But and I'm gonna roll with Pusha T as the number it's, one. Album. It's funny that you have him as his number one album because he does not. Make my list only because, like I said, I'm I'm the type that needs to sit with it. I'm still trying to break down some of his bars. Right. right. Um, it's funny because I've read mixed reviews on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, part of me is hoping that we do get a clips uh, reunion or a clip. I don't think we I don't want to. I don't want to say a reunion, but like a clip revival because of course him and Malice is still cool. Uh, that's his brother. Right. Malice has been into writing children's uh, books. If you, if you want to know what Malice has been up to. Whole new wave, man. Whole new wave. Which I always thought was interesting because he's writing children's books and <laughs> his brother is, is the, one of the lead cocaine rappers. <laughs> which uh, maybe that should be our next topic, top five cocaine rappers. <laughs> so, Rodney? That is it. That would be an amazing topic. I think we should because <laughs> them boys make you feel like you can sell cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> but May the thirteenth, I heard that Kendrick's coming. Yeah. So this might get very interesting. Also, um, to be announced too, we might get a Shrimp Life album. Um, we also oh. might get a uh, a boogie with the hoodie. Shoot, we gonna get that. We gonna get the uh, Black Star album May third, so yeah, a few days. That's true. We gonna get the Black Star album, the IDK album. Shoot, and uh, for those that don't know, the Black Star album is only coming out on uh, the Illuminary uh, podcast platform. Oh, yeah. So make sure y'all check that out. Pick that up. I know Rodney said he picked it up and he enjoys it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he loves it. But this this year is about to be nuts, man. Like, if you look at the uh, to be determined and uh, unscheduled, man, we looking at possibly uh, a two chains and Little Wayne, uh, Kylie Grove too. Um, we looking at uh, Fifty Cent, but I, I know how you feel about that. Uh, people, how about uh, Cardi B? Um, so I'm I'm excited for Cardi's album. I'm yeah, excited like for. Uh, me too. If we get a Meg the Stallion album this year, uh, Rhapsody already talked about her. Uh, yeah, Rhapsody. That's what I was gonna say too. Um, Freddie Gibbs. Uh, the name of this album be called Soul Sold Separately. Yeah, I'm interested to hear Freddie Gibbs, especially um, everything that's going on with him and being the butcher, mm-hmm. uh, Freddie. It's really, um, since his 
um, Grammy, um, Love Knives. Y'all know this. Yeah. I do feel like Freddie had a better album this year. Uh, Freddie said losing the, the Grammy to Nas has really, really made him hungry. So I'm really looking forward to to the Freddie album. Yeah, be on the lookout for Nas King's Disease Three. Yeah, which uh, Hit Boy was actually on Tali Kweli's podcast, uh, People's Party, where he talked about him and Nas are in the studio currently working on King's Disease 3, said Nas added a little bit of extra pressure when he announced it on the Magic album. This was just to feed the buzz. KD3 on the way. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I got another one for you, brother. How do you feel about um, a team-up of Rick Ross and Drake? Apparently, they're going to be forming together to to have an album. What do you think about that? Um, um, so I like Rick Ross. I'm <laughs> deep down rolling my eyes at this album. I don't. Uh oh, I don't see it working. How did you feel about the collab that Drake had with Future? I feel like that worked a little yeah. bit better. I I don't know. I'm gonna have to. Go back and listen to every song that Rick Ross and Drake are on together. They got a couple bangers, man. Uh, the, the Stay Scheming, I know it was one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, but that's like that's not a collab that, I don't know, just hits me and be like, oh, this is about to be a banger. It has the potential to be, but it also has the potential to not be so good. Okay, so we've heard how two chains and little Wayne sound because the Kylie Grove one I thought was a pretty dope album. Um, who you think will have the better uh, collab album? Two chains and little Wayne or Drake and uh, Rick Ross? Even though you said you didn't think it'll work, but if it works, it'll be a better album than little. I don't. I don't know. Little Wayne to me has just he still. Got it in some instances, and then some. Like he's, Little Wayne has been hit or miss. Um, t- I think too much coding. <laughs> no, there, you ain't lying though. Little, like there was a moment in time, seventeen years ago, where everything Little Wayne touched was fire. Mm-hmm. Recently, I have either loved it or I'm just like, what the hell is he talking about? Yeah, because some of his shit be kind of off the wall, but that's the thing. I think Lil Wayne adopted that zany, zany rhymes. Like he just said some off the wall shit, and it just it goes. Yeah. So I mean, I I, I guess. <laughs> oh, your homeboy Diddy is coming out with another album, also. I'm not excited. <laughs> off the grid volume so, one be that album. Uh, let me say this: <laughs> it depends on who's writing. That's true too. That's true too. Because the Money Making Mitchell album, I like, and I only I know that Rick Ross and Big Sean wrote a lot of the lyrics, but I do like that album actually. Yeah, that album is that album was actually fire, and like uh, 
I listened to it, gave it a listen. I was like, eh. And then you told me, go back and listen to it again because you told me you liked it. And I was like, man, let me go back and listen to this damn album. And I was like, damn, I did like this album. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's uh, So, depending on who's writing for Diddy, uh, I'll give it a listen. My expectations are not that high. But <laughs> what are your thoughts on um, on uh, Post Malone? Because he's coming out with an album in June. June I 30th. thought about it. Post Malone could have probably been on my overrated list for me. I mean, yeah. He's got crossover he, appeal, um, which I think keeps him alive. Right. That's what I was going to say. Um, he has the crossover appeal, too. And uh, he says the right things. I never had it. A lot of people bash him when they was trying to say, you know, he was taken from the culture and other things like that. And he just says the right things and stays the hell out the way. And uh, I remember um, he was going to get album of the year or something like that. R- um, Hip hop yeah. album of the year. And people was like, no, this is uh, R&B. And he was like, fuck it, just put me in the R&B yeah, category. I, Stay out the way. Yeah, I don't, I don't, mm, I guess you can classify Post Malone as hip hop, but. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, that's just like me, I mean, would you consider T-Pain? Because he, he's just T-Pain in a different way. True, but T-Pain irritated my soul. <laughs> Everybody just shut him down. But I thought that he relied on auto-tune, but he actually can really sing. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you don't like T-Pain. <laughs> no, I don't. How do you feel about Logic? He's coming out with an album. So, I am a Logic fan. However, he the last few songs he's put out and the last few albums he has put out has been very disappointing. Yes, uh, it has. I wish he would have retired. I'm trying for to for the 18th million time that he's mentioned that he's going to retire. He's done with hip hop because uh, um, those albums suck. Okay, so no pressure was was supposed to be the retirement album. It was okay. Fifteen songs. I might have liked six. The Bobby Tarantino album three. It's in my trash. <laughs> if I had, like if I had the physical copy of it, I would have threw it in my trash. Um, Confessions of um, a Dangerous Mind didn't like the Supermarket Market soundtrack, which he had wrote a book on. Didn't like the last album from Logic, where I was like, okay, pretty much every track is a banger. It's the Bobby Tarantino two album, and that was 2018. Right. That was the last album that I actually thought was decent. So I I want I want this album to be great, but the last single I heard, I was just it was okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I just I don't know, man. I, I got a love hate relationship with Logic. Yeah, I I think he's uh he's starting to, he's like an emo hip hop. And I think like that's kinda like fucking him up. And his his lyrics, which used to be Something I listened to him for and enjoyed his lyrics have been so par lately. Yeah, that's true. And I think like right now he's like falling behind, um, hip hop wise. And just that's just in my opinion. Yeah, I think maybe, he's falling behind. And maybe think, he need to stay retired and keep on gaming. I don't know. Right, because he had a flame, and then you keep telling everybody you're gonna retire over and over again. Like that shit's getting old and yeah. you're falling behind. Like, you got to quit. How many tattoos? It's and, like and, he's James Brown. And then, like, <laughs> he's so, he went from, like, having no tattoos to be, like, 
yeah. fully sleeved. I'm like, what the hell? Like, yeah. this whole persona is like changing. Yeah, that's what I said. But it's not changing for the best. It's like he's falling behind in hip hop. I think he's trying to find a lane right now. And um, I mean, he just need to go back to what worked. Right. I guess like uh, certain people or his fans may hit us up and be like, oh, he's growing. It's his growth. Yeah. <laughs> he's regressing. Exactly. I'm excited about uh, A Boogie, Boogie with the hoodie coming out. Yeah, I, I'm A Boogie. I'm excited for Joy Badass is probably my most anticipated album right now. Kendrick is probably second. Oh, Kendrick's number one for me, man. I'm excited about that because I know since everybody been talking shit like everybody, you go on the internet, everybody's bashing Kendrick. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You you wait years and years. I think he's gonna come out with with some heat. I mean, he's had enough time to pick <laughs> and choose fire tracks. So. Man, just fucking make us wait two more years, Kendrick. Fuck <laughs> Man, this Let this the hate grow. Been... <laughs> I'm excited about Jack Harlow's album. I'm not. You don't like Jack Harlow? No. <laughs> I think he's I think he's pretty. He's dope. okay. I I want to see him grow too. I know that recently um, a couple uh, artists came out and said that the reason why Jack Harlow um, is actually doing good is because he's uh, Caucasian. And it was like... I uh, feel like there's some truth to that. I mean, uh, I think he's actually not a bad rapper, though. I think he's pretty dope. I think he picked some good features. Yeah, I think he's pretty dope, man. It's not bad. I like him on a a couple... All the songs that I hear him on, that's, that's Radio Airplay... Um, I, I did listen to the album, his last album. Last album was okay. It wasn't bad, but I can see him growing. From so that. this, I don't want to lump them together with Macklemore, but yeah, you he can lump them together with Macklemore. Sometimes give me Macklemore vibes, and I despise Macklemore. <laughs> okay, so I would put him in the same category as Macklemore. I think he's a little bit more talented. I don't know how the hell he got into uh, White Men Can't Jump, the remake. Cause he can't fucking hoop. Did you see let, that? Let, yeah. So let me just say this: some movies need to be left alone. Yes. White man can't jump is one of them. They talking about Quavo being uh, playing like the Wesley Snipes role. And <laughs> so you got Jack Harlow and Quavo. I would rather them run out. <laughs> I don't know, ASAP. Hell, uh, run off the game. He can actually hoop. Give me, <laughs> yeah, give me somebody that can hoop, man. And because I, I Quavo's Quavo can hoop a little bit. Hell, and but Jack Harlow can't hoop, man. I'm sorry, he Jack Harlow can't. can't act like that. I'd rather them roll out Eminem. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, one I, of my I, biggest disappointments is. I feel like Eminem did a phenomenal job at Amon. It should have been a should have been a bigger movie star. Should have did more movies, but well, they had him for a couple movies too. Yeah, but uh, remember, he was supposed to play in um, what was the movie where um where he plays? Is it the Fighter? Yeah, yeah, he was supposed to be in that movie. Then he was supposed to play in another movie too, and um, 
I guess things just didn't work out, and that wasn't yeah, that's, just what that's he had one of my biggest hip hop disappointments. I would love to have seen had Eminem dedicated himself to acting like Ice Cube, how far he would have went. See, and that's how I feel about the game. Remember earlier when we, well, uh, earlier, um, some podcasts ago, we were talking about the game and his potential in hip hop. And how um, he was acting. He acted in a couple movies. Yeah, Belly 2. Yeah. Another movie that should have never been touched. <laughs> I thought, yeah, Belly 2 shouldn't have came out. But I thought that the game would have had that same potential as 50 Cent, but the beefs is what stalled him too. And that's, it's kind of like the same thing with uh, with a couple other artists too, namely the one you just mentioned. A lot of guys are missing out on that good money because they letting a lot of shit get to their head. Uh, Eminem, I thought he he was should have been a star in the game. I thought they should have been a star also, as far as like uh, Hollywood wise, because their impact is huge. Oh, how do you feel about? Um, I know this is like some weeks away, but ago, but how do you feel about the? Um, Jay Z's comments and uh, Nori's comments on the game not being in the uh, the Super Bowl and how 50 Cent got in the Super Bowl. Uh, Eminem saying that um, he's not doing the Super Bowl unless 50's in there. And so let me say this. I feel like, first of all, 50 Cent is being extra sensitive as always. He's a fellow cancer, so I, I get it. But... Jay-Z gets the benefit of the doubt. Uh, and I'm going to be honest, 50 cents to me was the worst part of the damn Super Bowl. <laughs> Halftime show. Seeing his uh, marshmallow puff butt struggle to get down. <laughs> <from> the, <laughs> and then he looked like he was out of breath. So, I mean, I, he didn't really add to the show, if you ask me. Like, take, take 50 cents away from it. I don't think the show misses anything. Damn, that's crazy because, like, I agree with you on that. And I'm a huge 50 Cent fan. I just think it felt like it was last minute for him. But I know that it wasn't probably last minute. It, it felt like they just threw it, threw him in there. And truth be told, Anderson Pack made the Super Bowl for me, the halftime show. Like, the performances were great. I thought that he was seeing gonna the joy on his face just to, like, be there. Mm-hmm. Like, he was genuinely like excited and happy. So for me, that's the highlight of the Super Bowl halftime show for me. But yeah, take 50 cents away from that show. You're not. And really you had a East coast dude and 50 cents on a West coast show. So yeah, but that his hit single that in the club single, which was the, uh, I think that was the only song he performed, right? Mm-hmm. Was like I one mean, of the biggest songs he known for candy shop. Well, I mean, twenty one questions. Yeah, he got a, he got a lot of hits. He got a lot of hits. We we you know we went we discussed that before. Um, That's why he's on my overrated <laughs> list. <laughs> no, I, I thought that the song was probably fitting because I guess they wanted to give you like a party atmosphere at the Super Bowl, and I thought that was like it was fitting. It was okay. They could have gave Snoop another song and do. I don't know. Do you think that the game deserved to have a spot in the Super Bowl in no, the performance? Um, no. Yeah, I didn't see. I don't think he has Super Bowl worthy songs. 
They could have rolled Warren G out there and did nothing but a G thing. E40. Yeah, I thought that would have been dope too. But then that, the Super Bowl had to be in San Francisco or something because. I mean, I get what they were doing, but. Yeah, it was like LA vibes. LA vibes with this, I want to tag along New York dude. <laughs> Uh, fair enough fair enough okay so earlier we had mentioned something really big that's been transpiring and going all over the internet going viral it was Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lane's drama with Megan Thee Stallion doing an interview with Gail King what are your thoughts I'm over both of them <laughs> they deserve each other they do <laughs> dude I okay in my this is my opinion, Rodney. When she came out and said, when Gail King asked her, Hey, were you and Tory Lanez ever in a sexual relationship? And she said no, I knew that she was a liar from right there at that point. Because every photo, every event, those two were together like glue that and they were humping like each Jada other and kissing. And me and August Alcina didn't have an entanglement. <laughs> yeah, like I was like, what is going on? Like Stevie Wonder could see that. Yeah, everybody can see it. And then, like, I follow both of them on social media, and I always see them, like, hugging up, kissing, that, pumping, doing that everything. Would be like, like Nate Ico saying, oh, me and Big Sean are just friends. And then Tori, yeah. And then, look, Tori goes live, like, every time with her in the background. It'll be, like, 9 in the morning, and he's going live. Because he the wants fuck you to know. Yeah. <laughs> and then the sad part about it, she said that he shot at her feet and was like, dance, bitch. I believe that he should. <laughs> oh, I believe like that part shit. is true. That's not like some shit that he would do. Would I stop listening to his music? No. Would I stop listening to her music? No. Um, I just think that they both, uh, they both got caught up in some bullshit. Now they both just horrible at lying. Yeah, they need. They both need to just be locked in a pattern room together. Let them, <laughs> let them be crazy together. Yeah, I hope hopefully that they both come out clean from and the drama. Shout out to Gail King because you have went from being known as Oprah's best friend to having some of the most viral interviews <laughs> ever. Dude, she went from Oprah's best friend. The only thing that I didn't like about uh, Gail King, and I still don't respect her for that, was the interview after Kobe passed away. And she just kept um, putting that narrative out there over and over and over again, which, which got to Snoop Dogg calling her the infamous doghead bitch yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Nas called her out on, on the yeah. King's Disease the, the first King's Disease album yeah uh, but you went from you definitely have made your mark from just Oprah's best friend <laughs> that's true man like she she puts it all out there man she's she got some damn good interviews man controversy and all man she's interviewing every damn body so and I guess we can get out of here on this topic. I mean, Brooklyn, you mentioned the whole Tory Lane, Gail King interview. This wasn't an interview, but Stephen A. Smith and Kyrie Irving <laughs> have been going back and forth. Yeah, for real. Like, hard. How do you feel about that, though? So, here's my take, and this may surprise some people. Because I don't normally agree with this person on a lot of takes. <laughs> but I agree with Stephen A. Smith. I do, too. And it, it hurts because, like, a few people that I, you know, I consider that, you know, that I, that I deal with, 
they hate Stephen A. Smith, man. Like they hate. Yeah, him. I know people, and I, I'm sometimes um, have not been a fan of his takes. Um, there's been times Jamel Hill, him and Jamel Hill got into it, which Jamel Hill addressed on, um, what is it? All the smoke. Went, um, yeah. Sometimes so, I don't agree with her either, but. Yeah, but I'm more likely to ride with her than Stephen A. Smith on a lot of things. I didn't like her take on the um, on the Dave Chappelle uh, comedy special. His last comedy special mm-hmm. he got a lot of flock for it. I thought her take was like kind of stupid. Yeah, but I, I but I respected it though. I don't feel like Stephen A. Smith is wrong in this instance. No, he's not. He's he's just speaking the truth. And the thing is, a lot of the things that he says on the show. And a lot of his takes, I kind of agree with because he's talking about sports and things that impact sports. So, and then, and then I do like what he said on first take after he gave his response to Kyrie's um, Twitter rant. Mm-hmm. He never brings anybody's family into it. He's talking about sports. Kyrie, if you look at the Brooklyn Nets roster, there's no way in hell they should have been swept. Yeah, he just has too many things going on. And the thing about athletes these days, Rodney, is that a lot of these athletes don't know how to, they don't know how to, to coincide and, and fight different things and blend yeah. in sports like Muhammad Ali or, or uh, Bill Russell but and the he, rest of those so guys. Going back to, because I just watched, um, they called me Magic on um, Apple TV. Mm-hmm. And it made me think about, the the 80s Lakers, the 80s Boston Celtics, the bad boy Pistons. I don't think Kyrie could have ball back then because not only is they going to they gonna beat you up, they're going to talk shit, you're going to get it from the fans. You're going to mm-hmm. get <laughs> Yeah, you're going you gonna to get it from – and he's like – my thing, he's always been an emotional rapper. If I don't – I, I hate to bring this up, but when he was in Cleveland, he went through a breakup with uh, is it Kal- Kalani? That's who he was dating. Yeah, and that actually devastated him. And he was on some bullshit in Cleveland when he set out games. He wasn't showing up to practice, and he was going through that whole breakup with her, and that fucked him up, which resulted in him leaving. And people forget about that. He's always done this in his career, but I'm just so, I'm just from me just watching and observing so. So I and some people that have come to Kyrie defense, calling Stephen A. You know, a puppet for ESPN. Hell, Stephen A. Smith makes twelve million dollars a year to be a mouthpiece. I don't like I said. And I always don't agree with his takes, but in this case, when you're what did Kyrie say, worth a billion or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is what you signed up for, and you wasn't available for your team for most of the season. That's facts. You wasn't available for your supposed uh, BF and Kevin Durant that you convinced to co- come to Brooklyn to play with you. And if I was and Kevin Durant, I know at this point he can't like confrontation because I would have threw Kyrie under the bus. I'm busting my ass doing everything I can do, and Kyrie's not available now. I got an ultra hot take for you on this one, and then we can get out of here. 
if LeBron was on that Brooklyn team instead of Kevin Durant, they would have never got swept and they would have won that series because the type of player LeBron is, that's the type of that that team is would be centered around LeBron. LeBron can get those guys open. LeBron is more of a facilitator than KD, where KD was getting double team, triple team, and would throw up some bullshit, or he'll make a stupid ass pass. Where LeBron, he's more of a passing big man, and he's always been that way. So what do you? So, think? couple things. Steve Nash is uh, not a good coach. Oh yeah, that, said that the moment they hired him. That was a that was one of the weakest hires ever. Two, I think. KD was running from uh, Draymond yeah. to this Brooklyn situation. So, and I and I agree with you. I don't know if you put the if you switch KD and LeBron out and put LeBron on Brooklyn, they beat Boston because I feel like Boston was just that in sync in that series. But I don't see them losing game one, and I don't see – they at least going to win two games. Right, because KD didn't show up for the majority of those games. and He wasn't aggressive. And it, he pulled – like him and Cat like kind of disappointed me this playoffs. Well, not the last game. Cat balled out the last game. A couple of games he balled out. But some of those games, those guys didn't well, show up at all. Well, I don't – I'm not going to place blame on Cat on Minnesota failure because you blow I don't know how many – Double digit lead. So part of that I feel like is coaching. He shot the ball five times. He was three for five in one game. And then they lost that game. And people were like, what happened? He's like, he had he went three for five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, six points, five rebounds, five blocks. Like, what the hell are you doing? Um, but if I was Brooklyn, it got off to a bad start when you had Kyrie basically saying, we don't need a coach. I can coach myself. That yeah. right there lets you know who was running things. Um, and they ran James Harden away, too. James Harden is a basket case. If we were doing a top five overrated, maybe we should do this for the next podcast. Top five most overrated basketball players. James Harden is number one on my damn list. <laughs> If you talk about a player, I can't he's, stand. He's top 75. Randy. I don't give a shit. The top 75 list <laughs> got some BS on it anyway. Oh, man. It does. It does. I, I would take that. James Harden off that 75 list and throw in Dwight Howard if I could. Oh, wow. I would throw in Tracy McGrady over I, the Him, way. too. Yeah. I would throw in Tracy. Vince isn't even on there. But yeah. That's a whole nother subject. Maybe the next subject. Maybe the next topic. So, Rodney. So, hope you enjoyed um, episode 14. If you haven't done so, hit that subscribe button on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Music. We everywhere. And then everywhere. follow us on Instagram at Motown Coney Podcast. And we'll catch y'all on the B-side. Peace.